Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got a big show for you as we are heading into week 13 in most Formats. Now, I know there's some teams, there's some leagues where you play in week 14 or 15 or already done or have two-week playoffs, but the lion's share of leagues go until week 13, and then you got your playoffs in weeks 14, 15, and 16. So it is crunch time. I got to let people know how to win their leagues and win that cash. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the injuries, who the next man up are in week 13, and there are some this week. We'll also talk about what speeds got right, what speeds got wrong going into the Thanksgiving week. Remember, last week, I only had the one show on the Tuesday, but I was on this network in the mornings on Roto Experts in the Morning, on Fantasy Sports Today, on social media, letting you know what I thought was going to go down in Week 12. We'll do that. Then we will take a look at waivers for Week 13, okay? You may be in the market for a new tight end, potentially. You may have lost Melvin Gordon and or Marlon Mack. I'm going to tell you some running backs that you can put in and start right now, including a running back that was just activated off the pup list today that I think certain people need to make sure they go out and grab. I'll let you know who that is a little bit later on in the show. After we do our waivers, I already see you guys, okay? Some of you guys are out there smashing that like button. I already know what it is, Lance Davis. It is the award winning. You know what I'm saying? So I see you guys asking questions. Smash that like button. Um, and then... We'll answer some of those questions. And then what I have is a very special guest. In the last couple of uh, shows, we have had amazing Stats Over Beat Cypher guests. If you were with me last week, we had Young Kaz of the Trap Game Maestros, right? We also had my man Danny Lee representing the U.S. Air Force coming from an undisclosed location with his boy, Boom Boom Pow Pow. Big shout out to them. We are going to have a similar Stats Over Beats representative join the show a little bit later on it's going to be big things so let's get right on into it since we last spoke oh we got a poll question up as well i forgot my poll question for you guys is what is the best one two wide receiver combo in the nfl and i say one two 
and I say wide receiver, very specifically, your options at this point are, is it the crew up there in Minnesota? Is it, I got a feeling, and Stefan, can you dig it? Is it those guys up in Pittsburgh right now? Antonio Brown and Juju riding on that beat. The other option I have for you is the Rams, because maybe going three deep is, in fact, better. They have their full three, including Cooper Cup. Maybe it's them. Or is it someone else? Ironically, multiple people have already given me the Kansas City Chief combo of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I said number one and two wide receiver combos, people. We'll check in on that a little bit later on in the show. Since we last spoke, Jaguars have done a lot of stuff. First of all, it's unraveling. I've been telling you that I should not, you would not trust these Jacksonville wide receivers, anybody having Blake Bortles service, throw them the ball. Well, offensive coordinator Nate Hackett has been fired. What else has happened? Blake Bortles has been benched. What else happened? Leonard Fournette suspended for one game for his fisticuffs with Manny Lawson up there in Buffalo last week, okay? Jacksonville is completely unraveling. I would fade them moving forward. They're going to go Cody Kessler at quarterback. And obviously, to me, this means that the Blake Bortles experiment has been concluded. They will be in the market for a new starting quarterback next year. I think there's going to be something of a merry-go-round with some quarterbacks. I've been saying them all year. Terod Taylor, Teddy Bridgewater. You know, you can add to that guys now like maybe Joe Flacco, who I think would be a great fit in Jacksonville, and some others that may be on this merry-go-round. Jameis Winston, for example, potentially Andy Dalton himself because Andy Dalton was sent to IR with that thumb injury. Now, this is important to me, and let me explain to you why. The Bengals are 5-6 and six right now. Sure, if you had Andy Dalton, maybe he's just your QB too. Right, And it's not that big of a deal. But here's where I think it's a big problem. I've been saying for the last couple of weeks that I fear that the Bengals may shut A.J. Green down. If they lose a couple games, if they get out of the playoff race, they may shut him down. This news makes that likelihood to me a lot more viable because a you ain't got your starting quarterback right so maybe instead of going five right now five and six maybe you wind up going five and seven and then five and eight hastening the time when you are no longer a contender and could shut AJ Green down the other part of this is listen you ain't got your quarterback so it's the backup quarterback in there anybody anyway I am fading most of these Bengals and if you own AJ Green and you were holding out hope listen he's questionable they think they may give it a go But I think, unfortunately, when you need them on week 15 in your fantasy playoffs, that ship may have sailed for the Cincinnati Bengals. Marvin Jones has been sent to IR. Guys, Detroit Lions started this season with three wide receivers that were all startable in fantasy. I told you. This network told you, my guy Scott Engel told you, my guy Mike Blewett told you that of the three, the name you needed who was going to actually step up for that Detroit Lion pass game, sing it with me, everybody, Galladay. And he's the last man standing. Marvin Jones, done. Golden Tate, still trying to figure himself out in Philadelphia. Galladay. I'm telling you, it would be so nice. There you go. All right, so Marvin Jones went to IR. Jack Doyle has gone to IR. Doyle Rules is now on IR. This is important as well. Listen, the Indianapolis Colts are, like, so hot. They're like liquid hot magma right now, okay? That's how hot they are. Andrew Luck has thrown for three or more touchdowns in something like seven games in a row. Look out for the Colts. 
And look out now for Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron, in my opinion, with the Jack Doyle news, he's going to IR. Eric Ebron, to me, is a top five tight end rest of the season. Top five. I'll give you Ertz. I'll give you Kelsey. I'll give you Kittle. Right? And I'll give you Gronk just because you kind of have to. I defy you guys to name one more tight end that you would rather have than Eric Ebron other than those four. Hmm. Million dollars. We'll see about that. Jeff Hireman, done for the season, okay? He's got um, cracked ribs and, and a compressed lung. He's not doing good. They sent Jeff Hireman to IR. I think, if anything, that might help out Cortland Sutton, you know, as he's trying to gain that after they... um. They traded away Demarius Thomas. And uh, my man, Frank Stanfield, my best friend forever in fantasy, had a nice nickname, had a nice song with this one. Can you take me higher, man? But he's done for the year. Look for Cortland Sutton to make up some of that. Of course, Philip Lindsay continues to do work. And, of course, you know about Manny Sanders, who is a week-to-week start. Everything is on the table, says uh, Harbaugh, about the Ravens quarterback situation. And here's what I'm going to tell you. They are now at the point where they can't necessarily be like, oh, Joe Flacco's still hurt. They're going to make a decision here. And Harbaugh is going to try and split the difference. Okay? I think they're going to literally do it like it's a college team. And like some drives will be Flacco, some drives will be Lamar. This hurts your fantasy for all the Ravens. I was saying if it's Lamar Jackson, then yeah, Gus Edwards, I'm all about. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, I'm all about them running the ball. I told someone on social media today, I'm off you know, Andrews and Hurst, I'm off Crabtree. Because if they're going to run the ball with Lamar, I don't care if he says he's going to throw it a little bit more. There's going to be a run-first team. There's not going to be many attempts and targets out there. If they go back to Joe Flacco, it's very different. Then, yes, I like Crabtree and Sneed and Alex Collins, potentially. You got to keep an eye out on how they're going to treat Joe Flacco. And honestly, if they decide to split the difference and really have them rotating out drives, I think that's the worst possible scenario. All right. That's uh, most of the big kind of news and notes. We talked about the injuries. We talked about what's going on in Jacksonville, even Andy Dalton to IR. So here's what I want to do now. I want to talk about what we got right, what we got wrong in week 12, all right? Here's what Speed's got right. First of all, Jameis Winston. I'm telling you, I've been telling you about Tampa Bay quarterback all season long, whether it was the magic that was happening earlier in the season or how I liked Jameis. Jameis goes 29 for 38, 312 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. That's the big one. And let me tell you something. That's what Jameis is trying to prove to this organization for them to, you know, keep taking a chance on him with his extension, his fifth year option, that sort of stuff. Okay. He needs to show them that he cannot be a turnover machine. This is a guy who had more turnovers in the, le- in the years that he was there, more than Eli Manning, more than Blake Bortles' service. Okay. He has to show that. He is able to do that, no turnovers, and throwing for 300-plus yards. And the Tampa Bay Bucks win 27-9. That's what Jameis is looking for. That's what the Bucks are looking for in Jameis. That's what fantasy owners are looking for in Jameis and that passing attack. I think he is a fringe QB1 weekly. Same with Cameron Brait, okay? We've been saying it all season long. Tight end is such a wasteland. It really comes down to which tight end score touchdowns. I refer back to Cameron Brait last year with Jameis Winston. I think he scored like eight touchdowns, okay? And what'd he do back last week with Jameis? A touchdown. Only three for 26, but he does get in the end zone, and that's what you need here in... um. 
you know, in, the, in these final stretches where tight end is such a dumpster fire, okay? So I was right about that. I was right about Andrew Luck. I'm telling you there is no hotter quarterback right now. I may consider Andrew Luck right now, rest of season, I may consider him QB2 behind only Patrick Mahomes. Seriously. They don't have the running game. He's throwing three-plus touchdowns a game, and the Colts' offense is hot. Last week, Luck, 30 for 37, 343 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He's up to QB five on the season, seven games in a row with three or more touchdowns. I think the Colts are an AFC wildcard threat. I'm going to say it right now. You got the Colts and the Ravens at six and five at um, the sixth seed right now in the AFC my money's on the Colts to stay hot. And look at this schedule left. I mean, the Colts see the Giants. They see the Jacksonville Jaguars who are unraveling. I like these Colts. I like Andrew Luck as a top-notch quarterback, even with Eric Ebron now playing the dual tight end role. Also, how much do I have to tell you about going on full Chubb, okay? I don't know what you're watching on TV right now, what you're streaming on your computer. If it ain't fantasy freestyle, maybe you're going full Chubb as well. But Nick Chubb is doing this. I've said he is an RB1 moving forward. And if you listened to me and played him as such, you were benefited with 84 yards on the ground, another 44 through the air. Some quick math tells me that's 128 scrimmage yards, but he had a touchdown both ways as well. And three catches, okay? So we're talking about what? Oh, I don't know. We're talking about, what, like 27 PPR points? I'll take that every single week. This passing offense is going to be something of a herd in Cleveland. Landry, Njoku, Callaway, Higgins, but Chubb will be there. Full Chubb is an RB1 moving forward. Got also right. I told you about Aaron Jones, how he was start to grow in, in a kind of status with the Green Bay Packers. I had this argument with my man, the King Scott Angle, on mornings all the time. I was on the Adam uh, Aaron Jones train, and it looks like he is performing as an RB2. He gets another 93 yards and a touchdown in um, last week. Okay, so he's got three catches, gets the touchdown in PPR formats. We're talking about, you know, 18 points. I'll take that out of my RB2. Similarly, I told you about Josh Adams for the Philadelphia Eagles being a guy who was on the ascent. I had him as a waiver wire ad. I had him in DFS lineups. I told you about Josh Adams. He represented value. He led the Philly backfield, okay? This is no committee anymore. This is no timeshare, okay? Um, Josh Adams had 22 Carries. The next highest was Corey Clement with five. This backfield belongs to Josh Adams. There's even reports right now they're trying to get him even more work. You may still be able to get him. He's only owned in something like 50 or 60% of leagues. If you lost Melvin Gordon, if you lost Marlon Mack, Josh Adams is a name to know. The last thing I'll say in terms of what I got right before I start to acknowledge some other things. I'm telling you about Cam Newton. Guys, I've been telling you about Cam Newton. His completion percentage is one thing, and who they're trying to get the ball to. Granted, they lost to Seattle 30-27, uh, to 27, I believe, on Sunday. But Cam continues his completion percentage going 25 of 30. That's 5 out of 6, all right? That is, again, up there. He's improving his completion percentage, was usually in the mid-50s, is up in the high 60s this year. 25 of 30 is even better than that. The other thing I will tell you, and I've been making this point for the last month, it is not about Funchess or Olsen anymore. It's not about the big-body guys with the large catch radius 
That's not what Norv Turner is doing. Norv Turner instead is getting the ball out of Cam Newton's hands quicker and allowing his shake-and-bake guys in space, those Ricky Bobby guys, to make yards after the catch. And that continued, okay? Cam Newton completed 25 balls. 11 to Christian McCaffrey. 8 to DJ Moore. Another two to Samuel and Wright. Greg Olson only got two of these. They are evolving in Carolina. It's helpful for Cam, and it's helpful for guys like DJ Moore. All right. Things that I was close on. I was close on this Dalvin Cook thing. I told you how I'm concerned about Dalvin Cook. I'm concerned, I'm concerned about the Minnesota offensive line. They did win the game, right? But Dalvin Cook goes 10 carries at 29 yards. Dalvin Cook did get you 47 and a touchdown in the past game, so that's why it's, like, close. Because if you had Dalvin Cook, you get, what, 76 yards and a touchdown, gets you to 13.6, three catches, gets you to 16.6. So if you started Cook, you're okay. But I'm close because it still doesn't look right. The team is only rushing for 62 yards by running backs. You know, I would almost rather some of these other guys... I would almost rather the Peyton Barbers, the Josh Adams over Dalvin Cook right now. And I don't think I'm crazy, and I think I might maintain that. That's why I was kind of close on that one. I was close about the Steelers. I said the Steelers are rolling, and I want parts of them. They lost to end their win streak, right? But Big Ben throws 462 yards. Juju goes 13-189 and one, and a touchdown. Anthony, uh, Antonio Brown. 15 points. So you can't be mad at that, right? Connor had 95 yards. He did have the fumble as well. So I know that's an issue. But their offense continues to roll. Yes, they got the loss and snapped the losing streak. But you still want shares of that offense for fantasy. Also, I thought the Cardinals were going to go back to David Johnson. He did get 19 touches and 79 yards. Um, but they only scored 10 points as an offense. And you want to get shares of these people in offenses that are putting up Saints, Chiefs, Rams, Patriots kind of numbers. Cardinals are not that offense. The one thing I got completely wrong, I thought Gus Edwards was going to be fugazi. I thought he was someone you needed to forget about. I was wrong. They liked the combination of Lamar Jackson with speed threatening the outside and Gus Edwards, a violent north-south runner. All right, so Lamar has led this team to 2-0 record, right? And uh, Gus, again, went for 23 carries, 118 yards, I think, Collins is in the doghouse a little bit. If it is Lamar Jackson, they're going to continue with Gus Edwards. They provide a unique rushing potential for the Baltimore Ravens moving forward. Those are some of the things I got right, some of the things I got wrong in week 12. Here's what we're going to do. When we come back, what we're going to do is I'm going to start to go into uh, the waivers, okay? We're going to go waiver wires from every position. You may have lost like an Andy Dalton in a two-quarterback league. You may have lost Melvin Gordon, right? You may have lost someone like Jack Doyle at the tight end position, Marvin Jones at the wide receiver position. We're going to go position by position. We'll start with reverse cowgirl, as usual. And what I'll do is I'll let you know some guys that you can target on the waiver wire as it moves forward for week 13. But what I will also say is this is a fine week to skip the waiver wire. If you want to save that priority, save that fab budget, and you want to, you know, because not too many people got hurt. If you're a playoff team, honestly, if you're a playoff team, are you going to, like, really spend your money on someone like, um, oh, I don't know, uh, Adam Humphreys? Or instead, are you going to save this for what you really need moving on? That's what I'm talking about. 
That's what we're going to get into when we do the waivers. We'll check in on the polls. We'll answer your questions as well. Right now, though, guys, we've got 31 likes. When we come back, I want to see that number touching 50, okay? Can we do it? I think we can. I have faith in the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Don't forget also to answer the poll question right now. 49% of you say it's the combo up in Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Thielen, and Diggs, then the Rams, then some others. We'll read out responses when we come back on the other side of the break. It's waivers. It's your questions from the YouTube chat and the Stats Overbeat cypher with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, stable genius, and vocal minority of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is the Fantasy Freestyle. Danny, I think we're up to episode, like, what, 337 or something like that? 340-something? It's a lot of fun. Jilly Dilly, let me know in the chat room what episode we're up to, and uh, you know, I'll let you know. Christopher C., by the way, uh, yeah, you start the Bears. Alright? Come on back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Woo-ha! When I step up in the place, yo, I step correct. Woo-ha! Got you all in check. I got my opponents in check with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Jilly has let me know it is episode 348. We're up to 41 likes. Let's get it popping with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Um, Lance, I agree with you. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks as a stream. One, against the San Francisco 49ers. This week, they also play the San Francisco 49ers again week 15. If you got to buy, that's your playoff week. I like Seattle, given that choice, Lance. Pedro, twist that ish, baby. Twist that ish. Let me know when that gets sparked. And Jilly Dilly is letting me know that we are up to episode 348. Big time things. I appreciate the Stats Overbeat Cypher. I hope you saw that on Thanksgiving. I sent out a little video with some of the kids that we do here with Speeds versus the Kids. I hope y'all got to check that. Yeah, Lance Davis. Woo-ha! That's what I'm talking about, yo. I just saw something on Netflix about like these hip-hop revolutions, and there was an episode really focused on uh, Nas and Wu-Tang and ultimately Biggie as these early 90s New York City uh, heads, and it was really, uh, I recommend it. That's, that's what I'll say. I recommend it. All right, but let's get into it. Let's start talking about um, waivers for the day. We're going to do waivers, then I'm going to answer your question in this segment. And guys, I think you're going to like my special guest representing the Stats Over Beats Cypher. It's someone that we've talked about before. Um, you've seen me, uh, a little hint, you've seen me uh, rocking their gear almost every show this year. And we talked about how we were going to get prizes for the game of inches. But we're going to have a special guest judge representing that a little bit later on in the show. Quarterbacks. Let's say you lost Andy Dalton, okay? I'm telling you right now, I ain't mad at Josh Allen, guys. I'm not mad at Josh Allen. Everyone praises Lamar Jackson for that floor of his rushing potential. Josh Allen is doing the same damn thing, and his team is down all the time. They're throwing. If you need, if you just lost your QB2 in Andy Dalton, let's say, I'd rather Josh Allen, honestly. I'd rather him than, like, uh, Cody Kessler or Jeff Driscoll, all right? Hopefully, though, you're not in that situation where you are relying on Andy Dalton or Blake Bortles, um, you know, in this league. But, I, listen, I'd give Josh Allen a look. 
in super flex in two quarterback leagues. I think that rushing potential um, and floor is there. All right, but most importantly, let's talk about the uh, running back situation. You may have lost Marlon Mack. You may have lost Melvin Gordon. I'm here to tell you right now, I know it sounds crazy, and I don't know how many times i got to tell you guys this. Austin Eckler, I checked today, he's owned in 70% of leagues. That means he's available in about a third of leagues right now. You can grab Austin Eckler. This guy is going to be an RB2 for the rest of the way as long as Melvin Gordon is out. 70% owned. Go check. Okay. The other thing I will say in the same vein, similarly, think about Naheem Hines. You could think about Naheem Hines as well. I think that is very interesting. He is 22% owned if Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack, I think, is going to miss this game with the concussion protocol, right? If he misses, I think Naheem Hines steps right in there. And I tell you about how I like the Indianapolis Colts offense right now and how well they are moving. I think that is something you really need to pay attention to. Naheem Hines could be there if... Uh, you know, let's say you lost Marlon Mack. But if you were listening to me, you take all your starters and you are handcuffing these guys anyway. So you hopefully have Austin Eckler. You hopefully have Naheem Hines. Here's some other names. I've mentioned them before. Um, Josh Adams is 55% owned. I think he's worth a look. Gus Edwards is 63% owned. I would not go there. And Doug Martin is 47% owned. I would not go there. To me, Austin Eckler, Naheem Hines. Josh Adams. Those are the three I would like, okay? Then there is a tier down to Gus Edwards, Doug Martin, okay, the Peyton Barbers of the world as well. The other name I'll give you in that top group with Austin Eckler for me, Josh Adams, and Naheem Hines for this week if you're in a, a pickle. We don't know if Carrion Johnson's going to come back yet. You may need to keep calm and carry on. And if you do that, you may need to look to LGBT rights. LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt had 20-plus fantasy points against the Bears defense on Thanksgiving. Two rushing touchdowns. Will he do that every week? I don't know. But this is a guy who did have 18 rushing touchdowns for the New England Patriots just like two years ago. All right? If Kerryon Johnson is out, and by the way, if you own Kerryon Johnson, you need LeGarrette Blunt anyway. He is a guy that you can plug right in at the same level as Eckler. Naheem Hines and Josh Adams and it's you're lucky to be able to get like starting running backs just come up on the radar in week 12 or 13 of the NFL and the fantasy season those are some running backs I like I try to rank order them for you Eckler Hines Adams LeGarrette Blunt. then there is a drop off to Gus Edwards to me and that's tied to Lamar Jackson or Joe Flacco Doug Martin and Peyton Barber all right those are the guys that are probably available if you have a different kind of uh I don't know, player pool or options, then let me know. Let me know how that works. Hit me up on Twitter, at Spittin' Speed. You could always sign up to be official Stats Over Beats with the Patreon um, as well. Big shout-out, by the way. I should uh, shout-out the latest Patreon, my latest subscriber. I try to give a shout-out to the real Stats Over Beats. Marco T, thanks for getting down officially with Stats Over Beats. Cypher, you are now one of the Patreons. All right. Wide receivers. Maybe you lost Marvin Jones. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you're like, oh, snap. They ain't bringing A.J. Green back. You know what I'm saying? So you may have to uh, make a move. And here's what I would say. It's a lot of the same names, okay? I told you in my what I got right, what I got wrong, how much I love what DJ Moore is profiling for now for the Carolina Panthers offense. I don't care if Funches comes back or not. DJ Moore is on the ascent. I believe DJ Moore is going to be the number one receiver for the Carolina Panthers next year. 
target him in dynasty leagues, people. Get him now before the ascension is complete. Um, he is 65% owned. All right. Uh, Kiki QT, although I don't like what he did. Okay. Um, I don't like what he did last night. It looks like it's a lot more Demarius Thomas as Demarius Thomas gets his footing with a new offense. Adam Humphreys, I've mentioned. I think Adam Humphreys is interesting. He's only 30% owned. And I'd rather have Adam Humphreys right now than Kiki QT. Deshaun Jackson seeing like a hand specialist or something like that. So I think that's interesting. And the last name I'll give you, although I would have him lower ranked for me, is David Moore in Seattle. David Moore in Seattle had a 100-yard game last week. He's being targeted by Russell Wilson. The problem for me is that the Seattle Seahawks are just running the ball way too much to really have faith in some of those pass catchers. Okay, So for me, DJ Moore, Adam Humphreys, Kiki Cutie, David Moore. Here's the one other name that I'll throw in there. And I think it's interesting. It's something that you need to understand. I always say, watch the guys who had the bye last week. Well, that was the Chiefs and the Rams. You figure all those guys are owned, right? However, Josh Reynolds just came onto the radar after the Cooper Cup injury. Then they had their bye. So maybe Josh Reynolds is you know, unowned out there. People were not picking him up when he was on their bye week. Okay, So Josh Reynolds is 51% owned. So there's some opportunity there. Josh Reynolds, I would put above DJ Moore. So Reynolds, DJ Moore, Adam Humphreys, Kiki QT, David Moore. Those are some wide receivers that I could see. However, and you know what? I'm, I have to apologize. I forgot about one more running back. I mentioned at the top of the show that I didn't have in my notes here. Rex Burkhead. Okay, Rex Burkhead on the Patriots, okay? He is going to get just enough carries to eat into Sony Michelle. Just enough catches to eat into James White. I think you got to see this. I think they're going to have him available as of like this week. All right. And keep an eye out on this. They're, they could play this one of two ways. One, he could be like the backup to both of them, right? Insurance policies. Or they can literally integrate him into the mix and it becomes a three person committee again. If I know the Patriots, they're going to do whatever is most frustrating possibly, to fantasy owners, which is probably getting all three of them involved on some level. I know that sucks, but that's the way I think it's probably going to go down. Let's keep it moving here. Tight ends. I told you how bad of a wasteland tight end is. I know Eric Ebron, I mentioned, as a top five guy, but he's owned already, right? I've talked about Cameron Braid, making America Braid again. He's owned in 65% of leagues. I'll give you three other guys if you are desperate, and you might be. Listen, it's been such a wasteland. A waste, uh, Wasteland, O.J. Howard recently, right? Jeff Hireman recently, Jack Doyle recently. I think you need to go out and get Cameron Breit if you can, but he's owned in 65% in like two-thirds of leagues. Okay, so he's worth a check, but it ain't going to happen, maybe. And so here's where you need to go after that. I can't believe I'm saying this, and I promise it's not because I'm being a homer as a Jets fan. I think the number one ad, if you're in that dire strait, is actually Herndon. Chris Herndon, the rookie tight end out of Miami. He's been good lately for the Jets. He's had something like seven catches his last couple of games, okay? I think he's the priority at tight end if you need one. Then I would go Gerald Everett and Jonu Smith, who you saw pop off uh, yesterday for the Tennessee Titans in a blown coverage. Don't expect a 60-yard touchdown every game. But I do think that's a place you could go if you are desperate. But it's slim pickings out there. I acknowledge it. Cameron Brait, that's why you should have listened to me last week, right? And grab yourself some Cameron Brait. Um, otherwise, you can get those Rams guys, the Higbees, the Everett's, the Herndons, 
that's who I like there. All right. So you got some uh, some waiver ads. Let's go. By the way, we only up to 43 likes, by the way. What it is. All right. So it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be so nice. Galladay. It's holiday season, people. All right. Um, we got questions here. Let's answer some questions here from the Stats Overbeat Cypher. And then what we're going to do is we'll hit the, the second break. And after the break, we will welcome our guest and have a little fun with the Stats Overbeat Cypher as we put the fun in functional sports radio. All right. Question from Jeremy McMahon. And he's my man. I know it's 420 up in there all the time. Chubb or Aaron Jones? The answer to me is, is Chubb. Chubb to me is an RB1. Aaron Jones is an RB2. You need to ride. You need to go full on Chubb, Jeremy, as much as you possibly can. All right? Chubb is an RB1. Aaron Jones is an RB2, in my opinion, moving forward. Fred D asked me, is Eckler a must start? Yes. Eckler had standalone value. While Melvin Gordon was in there, I was saying he was almost like a flex play on his own regardless. In the same way that like you could have started, you know, uh, James White and Sonny Michelle. In years past, you could have started Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, right? Um, I believe there was a place in there this season where you could have started Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. Obviously, now with Gordon out, yes, Fred, I consider Eckler a must-start every week until or unless Melvin Gordon comes back. G. Rawls, 21, as Cooks, Evans, and Juju. But for some reason, I want to play DJ Moore. Should I? Valid question. Cooks, Evans, and Juju. You know, G. Rawls, I feel like you got to start the three guys you have, right? You got to start Cooks, especially after the cup injury. Him and Woods are splitting it all. Juju and Antonio Brown are, you know, in many people's opinion, in 48% of the people's opinion right here, the best one-two combo in the NFL. So it sounds like, honestly, what you're talking is about is can I bless, can I accept, can I get with starting DJ Moore over Mike Evans? I wouldn't do it, especially with Jameis Winston back in the saddle. But you're not crazy. You know, I, I can understand what you're trying to do here, G. Rawls. I personally wouldn't do it. I would ride with Cooks, Evans, and Juju. I can understand you trying to maybe put in more for Evans. I wouldn't do it, but I ain't going to hate on you. All right there, G. Rawls. All right, Martin asks, Winston or Aaron Rodgers? Wow. How crazy is it that we're legitimately asking Aaron Rodgers or Jameis Winston? And how crazy is it that my answer to you is going to be easily Jameis Winston? Aaron Rodgers, they are using Aaron Jones. They're trying to run the ball a little bit more. They are running more than Tampa Bay, for example. And Tampa, because of that defense that they have, they are in the shootouts. I've made this point before. Jameis Winston is, if he can take care of the ball, and also remember, Aaron Rodgers used to get some rushing potential. You're not getting that right now with his bum knee. Eileen Jameis Winston, I think it's crazy to say it out loud, right, and to say it to the you know someone, oh, yeah, I'm going to bench Aaron Rodgers. For who? With the quarterback on some 4-17, and 17, who was suspended for a few games and later benched. But that's where we are. I would start Jameis Winston over Aaron Rodgers. Everest Delva is asking me, Ingram, Cohen, or James White? Pick two in PPR. Uh, James White is definitely one of them. James White, to me, in PPR is like a back-end RB1. He's getting catches every single week. So, to me, it comes down to Tariq Cohen or Mark Ingram. 
Here's the way I'll play it. If Trubisky is back, then I like Cohen. If they stick with Chase Daniel, then I'll go. I'll pivot to the Saints and Mark Ingram. That's the way it is. So Everett, or every, excuse me, James White is definitely in. You need to hear the um, Mitchell Trubisky injury reports throughout the week to hear about uh, Cohen's vitality or viability versus Ingram. But definitely you get James White in there. Got a couple more questions that we're going to do. And the first one is Jorge, my man, Chubb over James Conner. That might be going too far. I believe Nick Chubb is a back-end RB1. I believe James Conner is a solid mid-level RB1. I think James Conner is something like RB6 rest of the way, and I think Chubb is something like RB11 rest of the way. What I would ask you, Jorge, or George, however we want to call it, what I would ask you, Jorge, is um, can you start them both? Can you flex one of them? Um, I would try to do whatever I can to flex one of them. For example, in one league I have, I'm now starting Nick Chubb over Joe Mixon, and I'm flexing Mixon. I go Zeke Elliott, Nick Chubb, and Joe Mixon, and now it's Mixon, the one that's in the flex. Okay, so I would wonder, Jorge, could you flex one of them, Chubb or James Conner, and I would love to know who that other running back you have is that you're starting over both of them. It's got to be like Kareem Hunt or Todd Gurley, right? got to be Zeke, something like that, Saquon, because otherwise I think both of these guys got to get into your lineup. All right, next question here. William T., Duke Johnson or Edo Smith? That's an interesting question. Here's what I'm going to tell you about this one. The Duke Johnson thing. I wonder if they're just going to make Nick Chubb a complete three-down workhorse even in passing downs, or if it'll be a thing like I was predicting with the Lions and having on Johnson and Theo Riddick on the field at the same time. I could see them maybe having Duke Johnson and uh, Nick Chubb on the field at the same time, but the Duke Johnson, it's, it's, it's shady. It really is. Edo Smith I kind of like, but he's a backup to me. William, this is a coin flip for me. It truly is. It's a coin flip for me. I'm going to have a slight lean to Duke Johnson, but keep an eye out on what they say um, in terms of how they want to use Nick Chubb because, you know, Perry Ying is in there, and he's right. What happened to Atlanta? And I think that's the case, right? And and then Sad Jay Cutler saying, if Chubb is playing as a three-down back, you're right. Here's the thing, though. In Detroit, they let on Johnson do that, and they still use Theo Riddick. Like, out of the slot almost, right? And Duke Johnson has been getting work like that as well, sad Jay Cutler. You know, so so that's the way I'm saying, like, there may be room for Chubb as a three-down back and for Duke Johnson to eat in the passing game, right? With Ito Smith in Atlanta, I think the other options in Tevin Coleman as the lead back is more solidified. Is it time to drop Cortland Sutton? Maybe. I'd hold on to him one more week to see what happens now that Jeff Hireman is on IR. Maybe a little bit better. All right, we got a special guest joining the show a little bit late, a little bit after the break as we put the fun in functional sports content. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spitting Statistician, episode 348 of Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back after the break. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, 
or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network with your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician and the stats over beat Cypher, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. We just talked a little bit about what guys to target on the waiver wire. Dexter, I see your question. Wentz, Mayfield, or Jameis Winston? I agree with the stats over beat Cypher there in the chat room. Listen, the Buccaneers passing offense has been top five all year. I told you if you added up Fitzpatrick and Winston, you have QB3 in fantasy, but most importantly, that defense is Blunt, guts, trash, forcing the Tampa Bay Bucks to be in shootouts. So because of that, I like Winston over Wentz or Mayfield for the rest of the season. But then again, I mentioned to you guys, we got Stats Over Beat Cypher member joining us now. I tried to tease it. You see me rocking the RotoWear gear every time here on Fantasy Freestyle, out there on social media. Who we have joining us is CEO, and executive director, owner, founder, and main dude for RotoWear, my man Kenny Cashman. How you doing, Kenny? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. Doing good, Dane. Thank you. Uh, thanks for the intro. Absolutely. Main dude, I got to get that on. Uh, I don't know what your official card. business card title is. What is your technical title for RotoWare? Big dude? The commissioner. Ah, that's right. I actually did know that because you say it in say, raps. It's going to say the commissioner, comma, main dude. Main dude. Let me know because I know your print and process ain't nothing to F with, so maybe your business card process is the same. For those who don't know, Kenny... Listen, I've been a big fan, as you know, of RotoWare. We linked up about a year ago, and I was just like, yo, those are hot. Let me do anything I can to promote each other, you know, and you real recognize, real kind of thing. Tell the people listening, what is RotoWare? Where did you get the concept from? And this is like year two of the business. How's it going? It's doing good. RotoWare was just some crazy idea that I had to, uh, to start up a teacher company, and so I did. And that's kind of... That's the beginning, and, and we're kind of where we are now. Um, you know, basically started off mostly with, uh, with like, fantasy designs and right. now kind of going into, you know, um, teams and regions and stuff yeah. like that, just playing off themes. But it's been, uh, it's been a blast. You know, it's something that's just kind of come up, uh, you know, out of nothing and just, just had a lot of fun along the way, just, you know, each uh, each week, each month is just kind of like a new step. No doubt. So let me ask you this because, yo, I check for you on social media all the time. And let me tell you something, bro. Something happens in the sports world, and y'all are like out there with shirts 12 hours later. All right? I remember the J.R. Smith when he didn't know the time and score. Y'all had that out right away. Baker Mayfield, right away. You know, um... And a number of others. Like, how are you guys so, A, responsive, and B, so creative? Are you just in the lab hitting the pen and, like, thinking about this? So how is it happening? Like, tell me about your process about being so uh, creative out there, bro. I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the I head. I did, huh? <laughs> Fair enough. Yep, yep. All right, so you're getting in there. You're enhancing your creativity, and you're just making it pop. 
Exactly. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Listen, Kenny, we got linked up not only because your, your shirts are the bomb, but also because you're not only the commissioner of Roto Wear, but you're the commissioner of Roto Rhymes as well, right? Like fantasy-based rap lyrics and verses? Tell me a little bit about Roto Rhymes. Yeah, so when uh, about a long time ago, probably about... Ten years ago, because let me let, uh, let me not I, let me not uh, bury the lead game. here, Kenny. You used to be a rapper. You even opened for a man who the long name is Knowledge Reign Supreme over nearly everyone. That is correct. Yeah, I'm talking about KRS. So I haven't done anything for for a long time, and uh, and just kind of decided to have some fun with it. You know, no I was like, all right, if I'm gonna start up the T-shirt thing and just let me just have some fun with, with creating content and, you know, I don't, I don't write articles or post a podcast. So that's kind of just, you know, that's, that's my outlet along with the, along with the tease. Absolutely. And I don't know if you've seen our guy, we got our guy, young cause in the trap game maestros. Have you seen his like fantasy football remixes that he churns out every week? Um, literally. And and the thing is he literally, I I say it to you, Kenny, you know, when something happens in sports, you get a t-shirt, right? Like, you know, the next day, this dude is literally taking stats and, you know, headlines from last week in football and having a song ready to drop by Tuesday, you know, with the actual, like he mimics the cadence of rappers, you know, he did like a forgot about Amare, like um, forgot about Dre, and he like rode the Eminem cadence and stuff. He's doing it dirty, dirty south. We did a Ric Flair drip parody. He's on and popping. Uh, have you checked any of that out? I have. Yeah, uh, great stuff. All right, that's what's up. So let's talk about a little bit about football. All right, let's talk a little bit about football here, Kenny. First of all, how many leagues are you in this year? How are you doing? I toned it down this year. I'm only in four leagues. Okay. Um, Take my a step best back. league is. Uh, is SFB8. Okay. So I just won uh I just won the division. Nice. I was in the top ten for a minute. Nice. I dipped off a little bit, but I uh I lucked out. The guy with the number one pick took Bell. Ah. So I got girly. That's what's and up. then I took my man Mahomes, I yeah. wanna say fifth, fourth or fifth round. Okay. So as long as you know I didn't make too many mistakes. Yeah, if you got girly and Mahomes, so, you can put it on autopilot yeah. for most of the way, right? <laughs> but those Pretty two much, teams had a those much. both of those guys had a bye last week, right? So you were missing both of them in one league. So that's pretty rough. Well, that's pretty popped rough. off, and uh, and Davis popped off last yeah. night. So those All guys, right. uh, those guys took it home, even with even with the buy. All right. So let me frame this here for you, Kenny. And thanks of, thanks a lot for joining here, Fantasy Freestyle. This is Kenneth Cashman, the commissioner of RotoWare. You got to go to RotoWare.com for all of the illustes in the business. If you want to, like, you know, you see me rocking them here on Fantasy Freestyle. You see them out in the industry. Who's been rocking your shirts recently? Like Alex Rodriguez. Uh, some of these like big time athletes are rocking RotoWare, right? It's pretty cool. And as a Yankee fan, it's yeah. uh, no, it's awesome. And and uh, my man, my man Paxton just got traded to the Yankees. James Paxton, so, uh, a big Maple, yeah. Glad to see that. Yep. All right. So here's what we said. I talked to you before the season, and I was like, "Listen, I got a little contest going, Kenny. We call it Game of Inches. People send in their bad beats to me every week. Okay, stuff like, and I sent you some of them. Right? One dude lost by point two one week in week three, I think, had the lead, but then Big Ben on kneel downs at the end of the game, he loses three tenths of a point, and that's how he loses. Hashtag Game of Inches. That's a bad beat. That's rough. You know what I'm saying, Kenny? That's pretty bad, and I was actually on the other side of that. Oh, really? In my league, and I <laughs> I traded the guy Big Ben in the off season, so oh, that man. was awesome for me. I mean, it sucks. It sucks for the guy that lost. Yeah, my point too. But. No doubt. So here's <laughs> the thing, and and what we decided, and and thank you again to Rotoware. Um, you decided that whoever we decide is like the worst beat 
of the entire season, we're going to give him, to, to, you know, numb the pain, shall it be. We're not going to give him a Percocet, but we are going to give him a free Roto-Wear uh, shirt, right? Yep. All right, so that's sure. what we're going to do. Big shout-out to that. We're also, we talked about maybe working out a little promo code for the Stats Over Beats on some of those first-run shirts. We'll get those details a little bit later on. But, Kenny, I sent you some of the examples that I was looking at. Derek Vozhinov, DeAndre Hopkins catching some weird, crazy thing that really was a lateral um, on the last play of the game. The guy lost by .8. Guys losing because of kneel downs. Big Ben kneel down. Uh, Tom Brady kneel down. People lost. There's also some people that literally would have won if they left the position empty. But instead, like, for example, Quincy Inunua one week gets a minus one, and the guy loses by less than a point. Dalvin Cook gets a minus one, and the guy loses by three-tenths of a point. That is really rough. I sent you some of the nominees. <laughs> what do you think so Dal- far? Dalvin Cook won. That was the one? I would love to see a side-by-side picture of that guy. One of them on draft day thinking he got to steal the Jackson right. Cook, and another him checking the matchup where he loses by .3. Yep, <laughs> that's the thing. Dalvin Cook that week, and, you know, Dalvin Cook has been banged up all season long. The Minnesota Vikings haven't really treated him that well. But in one uh, one game, and this is standard league scoring, Dalvin Cook managed 10 yards total rushing and a fumble. So he got the one point for the 10 yards, minus two for the fumble. So Dalvin Cook got him minus one. This is uh, Jake Jackson and Dustin Cross. And then he wound up losing by .38. So he lost by three-tenths of a point and had Dalvin Cook, who, like you said, was probably a late first-round or early second-round pick, stud for this guy, would have been better to literally leave it blank or start someone from a bye week. (laughs) So you think that's the worst one so far? Uh, so far. So All right. Far. How do you feel? Tell me about this one, though. I, I sent one of these to you. Erwin G., my man. Um, dude was in a flat-footed tie. Literally tied someone, 132.1 to 132.1. How do you feel about ties in fantasy football, Kenny? I mean, a tie is insane, but a fractional tie That's what I'm saying, right? Down to the tenth of a point, but, or maybe but, even the hundredth of a point here. It's not a loss. It is not a loss. You are absolutely I correct. Can, I don't know. Even though the point, the, the point one ties is... It's tough, it's but it's not a loss. It'll help you in the, in the standings a little bit better. We've seen that with the Minnesota Vikings. Hey, Danny, do we have Danny Otto down there in the Stats Overbeat Cypher on the Pit of Misery? I'm always here. That's what's up. So what do you think <laughs> about what Kenny Cash has to say over here? He's leaning towards uh, Jake Jackson and Dustin Cross, the Dalvin Cook one, where the guy lost by .38. I do remember that one. Yep. You like that one? I don't not like that one. Okay. What's your favorite one? Uh, can we go through the list? Wait, hold on. What was it's the, the Big Ben kneel downs. It's the, you know, the D-hop one. I know you like that D-hop one from earlier in the season. I think that's that's always going to be the, yeah. the top one for me. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Kenny, I want to find out how you feel about this. Here's what we're going to do. Because, all right, so the one you like, the Dalvin Cook one, that's a finalist. Okay, Kenneth? That's a finalist. My man Danny has been judging them on a week-to-week basis. My producer down there in the fantasy pit of misery, dilly dilly to him. I'm gonna let him put his. I'm gonna let him put one into the finals. Okay. I'm gonna pick one for the finals as well. Then we're gonna try and get a little collaboration. What I'm thinking, Kenneth, is we'll put those four up as a Twitter poll. I'll tag you, and ultimately we'll let the fans decide of those which was the worst beat. Whoever wins that poll means they have the worst beat. I'll link each other up, and we'll get a promo code or something for them to get a free shirt from RotoWare. How does that sound? That we still let the people decide. You, Your nominee, the Dalvin Cook one, is a finalist, will be in the poll. 
but we'll do it as a poll and let the people decide. How do you feel about that, Kenny? All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. That's good. The only last thing I want to mention with you, and thanks for spending a couple of minutes for us, is, you know, uh, Kenneth, we collaborated on a track, right? We're going to drop that track sometime soon. I know you're in the lab doing some mixing, doing some editing, but uh, when do you think the Stats Overbeat Cypher can expect the Kenneth Cashman Speeds, the Spitting Statistician, new original? Maybe next week? It was supposed to be done a month ago. That's okay. I wasn't putting you on blast like that, though. (laughs) (laughs) My lab is in between my two kids' rooms. I understand. I understand. (laughs) It's it's not open for business very often. So we'll do what we can. Um, We'll get get it on and popping. Let's say within the next... Let's say within the next two weeks. All right. Sounds good. This way, people are still playing fantasy football, still listening to fantasy freestyle. How can we find you, uh, Kenneth? Tell me, what's the website? How can we find you? How can we find you online? If people want to get these fresh teas that I be rocking here on fantasy freestyle, I'm rocking a Roto God today, Kenneth. Um, How can they find you, your website, and all that good stuff? So the website is pretty easy to remember. It's rotoware.com. And on Twitter, I'm uh, at rotoware. All right. And... Uh, yeah, and actually, I got the promo code live. So yeah, let's do it. What's the promo stats code? Overbeats. Stats over beats. Yes. It's like 20% off any of the first round shirts. That is what's up. Thank you, Kenneth Cashman. Okay, if you enter the promo code Stats Over Beats, you get a 20% discount on the first run shirts of Rotoware. Check them out at rotoware.com, Rotoware on Twitter, and the commissioner, Kenny Cashman. We're going to drop a track, and I'll let you know uh, who wins slash loses Game of Inches. Thanks for spending a couple of minutes with us, uh, Kenny. Oh, thanks for having me on, my man. Absolutely. Anytime, brother, man. Drop that track. I want to see that track, brother. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Thanks for spending a couple minutes. We out. All right. All right. So, Danny, there you have it. Kenneth Cashman from RotoWare with a couple of minutes left. And we're going to open up the phone lines, 347-767-6614. 347-767-6614. I'll answer a couple of questions if they come on in. See how you... Win your leagues and win that cash. Week 13, big-time questions. While we're waiting on any of those calls to come in, Danny, what do you think? What do you think? First of all, how cool is that? Stats over beats as a promo code on RotoWare, 20% off. That's awesome. That's right. I might have to use that. Who said it was never profitable to be part of the Stats Over Beats cipher, you unless, know what I'm unless saying? You wanna, unless you want to use the, the Dane discount and, and get, nah. me, get me a shirt. I'm a champion. I'm an ambassador. Me, you know what I'm saying? I'm a spokesperson. A I'm a promo model. You know what I'm saying? Me and intern Brian are really cold down here in the yeah. fantasy pit of misery. Well, we, we could use a shirt or two. Yo, just enter the promo code Stats Over Beats. You'll be fine. Oh, thanks. <laughs> You'll thanks. be fine. I see how it is. <laughs> but do me a favor, yo. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to make sure that uh, Kenneth picks the Dalvin Cook minus one is a is a entry. I like your DeAndre Hopkins one all the way back from week two, I believe it was. And what we're gonna need to do is this week and next week we're gonna need to final finalize the last two finalists, and then we'll put it up for the people to decide right before the holiday break. Okay? Sounds good to me. All right, so we only got a couple minutes left. Remember, the number to call is 347-767-6614. We got that poll question up there right now. 50% of you, half, think that Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster are the best wide receiver combo in the National Football League. Um, What else do we got? What else do we got? We got Bobby Woodruff. Here it is, 347-767-6614. If we get any calls, we can plug them right back in there right now, okay? We only got about, what, a minute or two, Danny? So if anybody wants to come across, the phone lines are open, 347-767-6614. That's what it is. 
Uh, no, Lance. The fourth floor stand smells like you know cranberries and rainbows and perfume and everything that is nice. It smells beautiful down here. It's That's just what I'm freezing. talking about. Yes, Lance Davis, you're right. The Cypher needs some gear. Use the promo code STATSOVERBEATS. Kenneth Spencer, Half Point, PPR Flex, Chubb and Barkley are starting. Sony, Flex Sony the stereotype or add Yeldon or Jay? No, you Flex Sony. Kenneth Spencer, Spencer, you Flex Sony. The only thing that would cause concern for me there is if Rex Burkhead, you hear news that he's like all of a sudden in a huge committee with these guys. But Sony Michelle is a step ahead of Yeldon or Josh Adams. And if you got Chubb, Barkley, and the stereotype, I like that one. Lance Davis, yeah, we're going to be dropping some verses. Twister, ooh, a little overnight celebrity. I'm Speeds. But I don't know if I could be as fast as Twista. I will acknowledge that, Lance Davis. By the way, Lance, we're up to 60 right now. When is the Cypher and Goon Squad gear dropping? I'm going to have to holler at my man, the fantasy executive, and, of course, the closer, and we'll find out about that. Nobody wants to holler. Oh, we got someone, Danny? Oh, just one minute. Sorry, guys. That's not going to get it done. Well, I got to sign off. Here's what we're going to do. I agree with Strong Style. It is Stony. Um, I am not the man, Kenneth Spencer. I am merely someone here to try to help everybody win their leagues and win that cash. I am merely the mayor and commissioner of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. I love my Cypher. I love what we are doing here. Chubb is the answer for you, Jeremy McMahon. Chubb over Eckler. I love what we're doing, this community we're building, and hopefully we all combine to win our leagues and win that cash. I got another special Stats Overbeats guest on Thursday. A very important guest on Thursday maybe the princess of the Stats Overbeat Cypher find out who come on on Thursday hit me up on Twitter on Patreon I'll see y'all then